Welcome to Founding Impact, where we talk about impact startup ecosystem in Europe. I'm Maciej Gałkiewicz. And I'm Kasia Zalewska. We are Impact Angel Investors from Ragnarsson. Today we would like to discuss an important topic for all founders, but also for investors, which is... Which is team. Like, as everyone knows, team is a very important aspect, especially for investors when they are looking at startups, making decisions if you would like to invest or not. And we would like to see team solid as a rock. Everyone knows what he's doing. Uh, everything is set. You're very convincing that you will deliver what you promised. But the reality check-in, we know that it's not always the case. We are both entrepreneurs and we know that uh, founders are facing multiple problems. And one of them is actually how to build and maintain a professional relation between founders. The first uh, case I would like to discuss today, it may appear to be a bit basic, but uh, no longer than a week ago, I had a conversation with a founder about it. So the first case is how to actually make a discussion and split the responsibility between founders of different parts of the company. So for instance, one co-founder is, uh, is focused more on the product side, the other maybe more on the sales side. Uh, and also what's the time commitment coming from all parties, so all founders that come to the table. It may sound a bit obvious, like probably everyone talks about it at some point, especially at the beginning, but this is not really the case. Like sometimes the easiest things are are easy to forget. And I think that was uh, that was important for us to mention here. Yeah, not to forget about the obvious and just talk about that. Exactly, exactly. So just to, just to have a good discussion about it. I actually have a second case as well. Uh, second important aspect of what founders should be should be discussing is the ownership of the company. This one is a bit harder to miss, in my opinion, when it comes to money. People tend not to forget about them. Uh, but there are like many different cases, obviously, when it comes to the ownership. Um, the usual case, I would say probably in, I don't know, like majority of the scenarios is yeah. there are like two, maybe three founders, and they split the company equally. Everyone owns the same amount of shares everyone contributes more or less the same amount of um, value as so skills, time, and so on and so forth. And it's great. So they use the static model, they split the company equally. Sounds, sounds easy, sounds, sounds good. But this is not always the case. So sometimes the situation is a bit more difficult. For instance, there are two founders <clears throat> and one brings skills to the table, maybe for instance, some revenue, but he also needs to have a salary. The other one might be coming with a, a bit of money. So being an investor at the same time, putting some money on the table, also putting time on the table, but maybe this person doesn't need the salary. So it's not so easy to calculate what's fair, what the split should be. And in that case, um, I often recommend this dynamic model. Uh, it's called, uh, there are many different, obviously, frameworks how to do it. But the one I, I especially like is slicing pie from, uh, from Mr. Moyer. I don't remember his name. Michael. Michael. Michael Mike, yeah. Mike Moyer. Uh, you can Google it and have a look at it. I think it's very useful in those, all those cases where it's very difficult to tell what's fair. Um, yeah, so that was like a bit of an overview from the beginning, right? Yeah, that's like the problems that could happen here and now, and especially when you're like uh, just making the company, just establishing it. But when you're making company, when you're founder, you can't forget about the future as well. You have to think about it upfront, like consider various scenarios that could happen. And... Uh, one of the things that could go wrong, let's say, between founders, it's that they are like, there's no overlap in goals and values between them later in the later stage. I actually had this I had this case also a few months ago. So there are two founders, they started uh, the company, they split it equally, everything was great. 
But after some years, the situation changes a bit. So what was at the beginning and was great is not really the case after a few years. And in, in, in their particular case, it was uh, there was some conflict about the values. Values meaning the way things should be done. Should we do it this way, maybe that way? Sometimes those values are well aligned and everything goes into the right direction, but after sometimes after some time, not really. And then there is conflict. So values is one thing. The other one, I would say the direction itself, like people might have conflicting goals at some point. One person would like to build a company which looks like this, another person a company which, which looks like that. And it might not be the same way. Yeah, especially in the case of impact startups. It's often the case that one founder would like to focus more on like achieving the impact uh, values of the company, exactly. while another one is more convinced by just the, the business um, aspect of the, of the company. And there's how to find the balance. That's, that's something that, could, might, that might be discussed before. But also, it's not about only goals and values, but for example, skill levels. So we've seen a couple of situations when one founder, after some time, uh, developed way more, way faster than the other one. For example, that he was taking more responsibilities. He was uh, doing more, more tasks. Like he was obviously putting more into the company than the first, one, first uh, founder. So that's something that you cannot predict early, but you can think what could happen then. Yeah, it, it simply happens. Like we, we develop ourselves differently as, as human beings. It's, it wouldn't hurt to discuss it at the beginning. Like what happens if... Yeah, exactly. And there's a last case that I would like to mention is uh, the one that comes from my own perspective and my own experience. So when I established my first company here in Berlin, uh, after two years or something like that, uh, I decided to leave the company, mostly because um, I really loved this first phase of building a company. You know, this thrill of maybe being like hands-on, being responsible so, for so many things, seeing like almost every day that something is like new coming out of your work. So when the company reached this stage of just when it was focusing more on growth than building the, the thing, I decided that I would like to focus on something else, on building another startup, on like feeling this thrill again, on like developing in this direction than in the growth stage. So this could happen to anyone. So you cannot predict if it will, if you would stay in the company for years or not, but you can think upfront. There is obviously nothing wrong with that. Um, people are just different. And again, wouldn't hurt to have a conversation. What if I decide to do this? What if I decide to do that? So thank you so much for sharing this, your, your personal experience. Of course, uh, happy to do that. Uh, maybe to wrap it up a bit, uh, we started with, with very basics. So our recommendation is to have a conversation to discuss how the responsibilities should be split, how much everyone time is contributing, maybe money, maybe other things. Another thing is the ownership. Should it be statically divided? Should it be maybe, maybe you should have some kind of a dynamic model in place? And the third thing, again, wouldn't hurt to have a conversation about the future, uh, which may look very different, differently from what you experience right now. Yeah. We wish you, of course, the brightest future possible and uh, that none of these uh, scenarios would happen, but uh, just in case, be prepared. Yes. Thank you so much, guys, for listening and stay tuned for the next episode. <laughs>